Welcome back to Common Sense Fantasy Baseball. It's been a couple weeks since I've been able to record. I've been pretty busy. Uh, some of it's been non-baseball related, traveling and such, but I've also been watching games and managing my fantasy teams. Hope everybody's season's off to a good start. Today, I wanted to discuss players who are off to a much better start than anyone would have expected. Um, and maybe look at some questions like what's happening and is it sustainable? So I just took a look at my home league, which happens to be on Yahoo, and uh, within the top 10 hitters performance-wise thus far, you have a bunch of guys that you would not expect to be there. Number one overall is Cody Bellinger, and he was ranked 45th preseason. And then you've got Domingo Santana at four, Tim Beckham, Dan Vogelbach, Tim Anderson, and Trey Mancini at number six through number nine uh, thus far. All of those guys, besides Bellinger, were outside of the top 100 preseason. So let's take a, a deeper look into each of these guys one at a time. So the first thing that I want to look at for each of these guys is plate discipline. And you can find that on Fangraphs. So let's go with Bellinger, just uh, on his Fangraphs page, you can just scroll down on the main page to plate discipline. And right away we see that his O-swing, his swinging outside of the zone, is down from 28 to 29% in the past couple of years to just 15% in 2019. That is elite. He is showing elite discipline at swing, swinging. And his Z-swing, his inside the zone swing percentage, is actually up from 67% in the past to 71% this year. So he's swinging a little less overall, but a lot less outside the zone. And because he's hitting 440, his contact percentage is up from 70 to 72%, all the way up to 83%, which is getting from very good to elite. So there's some luck involved. Obviously, he's hitting 440, but you'd also expect the better, you know, percentage of swinging inside and outside the zone to lead to more contact if you can keep it up. The second thing that I'd like to talk about for each hitter is their StatCast data. And StatCast me measures how hard they hit the ball and the launch angle. And one of the concepts that you come up with through this data is um, how many barrels uh, a guy is hitting. So a barrel is just a batted ball that has a launch angle and an exit velocity such that the batting average uh, is higher than 500 on average and the slugging percentage is higher than 1500 on average. So these are very, very well hit balls and this is what you want. You want as many barrels as possible because they lead to the vast, vast majority of home runs. So Bellinger is barreling 13.7% of the time this year. For context, Joey Gallo and Luke Voigt led the league last year with 11.4% and 12.4%. So, so no, Bellinger's 13.7% is not sustainable. Uh, Bellinger is hitting the ball hard, and that may continue, but it won't be quite this often. Uh, his average exit velocity is actually 95.9 miles per hour. That would be quite 
near league leading. Uh, but the hardest hit of those balls was only 108.7 miles per hour. So that, that would not be league leading or even in the top 100. So, you know, he's, he's probably not an elite power hitter. He's just a very solid power hitter who's had an incredible first two weeks. His, in fact, his, his seven barrels have re- resulted in seven home runs. Typically, only about two-thirds of barrels go for dingers. So expect that to regress. And um, basically, his power profile has just uh, everything that could go right has gone right so far. So in summary, Bellinger is showing some really great things at the plate. And even if that regresses a bit, he may continue to do better than last year. Um, For his batting average, he may walk more. But his improvements uh, in the power department are not sustainable. So I think this could be a bit of a breakout, but I don't see like an MVP season coming or a 45 home run season coming. I think he can definitely hit 30 plus, and I think he can hit for a batting average of 280 plus if he keeps doing what he's been doing. So Domingo Santana. Uh, Santana is hitting 335. And so just like Bellinger's 440, this is obviously part of why he's been a top hitter. He's on this top 10. Um, And these guys aren't suddenly Mookie Betts 2.0, so we know this batting average is going to regress. But let's see what's sustainable in Santana's profile. Um, I'm I'm basically going to throw out 2018 for Domingo Santana. The Brewers had a clogged up outfield, and he just didn't get to play that much, and he went down to the minors, and his, you know, only 200 plate appearances were scattered, and he was coming in and out of games, so that doesn't help any hitter. But in 2016 and 2017, he had average to above average O-swing, mid-20s, but this year it's near elite at 20.7%. Um, he's swinging less overall but his Z-swing has actually ticked up to 73%, so very good. So this, this again, this looks like a player who's taking the next step to become a better hitter. It's, it's not um, huge gains, but it's a little bit better. Now, some of that could have to do with the fact that he's hitting 335, but uh, some of these underlying things could lead to a better average and better contact as well. So let's check in with StatCast. Um, Santana, of course, has four home runs, and that's on five barrels, so 8.5% barrel rate, um, 89.1% or 89.1 mile per hour average exit velocity, um, and his max was 107.7. So this doesn't jump off the page like Bellinger's, like it's not completely unsustainable. It actually seems pretty consistent with who he is. So Let's just remember he's hit the four home runs because he's batting 335. But um, while his home runs you know, will regress as the average regresses, the rate at which he's hitting for power seems solid. Seems like it should continue. So in summary for Domingo Santana, I would say you know, it does seem like he is doing things that are sustainable. He's making steps to improve his hitting and his power is solid as well. So obviously he's not gonna hit 335, but I do think we will continue to see good things from him. Um, Not sure if a season, like a 30-15 season where he hits almost 300 like he did in 2017 is in the cards, but I could see something near that 
um, quite easily, even if he doesn't have a career year. Next up, we have Tim Beckham. Um, so Beckham is hitting 400 with four home runs and a 429 BABIP. Um, again, obvious, obviously the 400 is going to regress. Um, his plate discipline, his, his O swing is, is down from low 30s to 25%. So good, but not uh, certainly not elite. His Z swing is also down from 70% to 58%. So he's really just swinging less. Um, his contact is up a little, but this just doesn't really strike me as sustainable. Um, you know, the contact's up because he's hitting 400. So uh, the the swinging less doesn't necessarily uh, correlate to improvement. Obviously, he's he's going to walk more, but um, I don't I don't know if he's necessarily uh, going to hit for a better average. So looking to stat cast, he has three barrels on his four home runs. So <laughs> the wind took one out. Um, I, you know, I don't know. That certainly isn't showing me that, you know, he's hitting for more power. He's he's going to become a 30-plus home run hitter. Um, it's a 6.4% barrel rate. He's got an average exit velocity of 89.5 miles per hour, 106.7 on his hardest hit ball, so I kind of feel like this looks more like a 20 home run hitter. Um, and of course, his four home run surge is due to hitting 400. So in summary for Beckham, uh, he may walk more if he keeps swinging less, but there's no reason to think he'll suddenly become a 300 hitter. So he hit 230 in 2018 and 278 in 2017. So if I had to bet, uh, I'd say in 2019, it'll be somewhere in between with uh, 21 home runs for the season. Next up is Dan Vogelbach. <laughs> He's listed at six, six nothing, uh, 250 pounds, but I feel like the 250 was a few pot roasts ago. Somehow Vogelbach is hitting 500. He's 11 for 22 with five home runs. So let's look at the play discipline. Uh, there's not really enough previous experience in the major league to compare, so we'll just look at this year. Uh, he's got a Tim Beckham-like O-swing of 26%, so not elite, but small sample size, um, and a Z-swing of 51%, so he's just playing not swinging the bat. So again, the walk rate is elite because uh, we would expect it to be, but we would also expect a lot of variance in his average. So. Some other guys that swing very, very little, um, some of the lowest swing rates in the league, would be Brett Gardner, Matt Carpenter, and Mookie Betts. So which one is he going to be? I mean, I'll go ahead and tell you it's not Mookie Betts, but it's anybody's guess if he'll hit 275 or 235. So nothing in the profile makes us think he'll have a great batting average, but it's just kind of too early to tell where it will fall. So in StatCast, he has a 16.7% barrel rate. Again, small sample size, and it's not going to continue with that. But, but it is interesting to see he has four barrels for his five home runs. So, uh, you know, obviously completely unsustainable. Another one that's just, you know, the wind must have carried one of them out, um, or, you know, the park uh, park factors. It's just, you know, for four barrels to result in five home runs, that's, uh, obviously, you know, I said for Bellinger, seven for seven was 
better than he could possibly have expected. Well, this is even better than that. Uh, Vogelbach has a 99.6 mile per hour exit velocity. That would be good for first place in the entire league. It's, you know, it's better than elite. It's unsustainable. His maximum is only 108.2, but again, we're talking about 12 batted balls here. So, you know, I actually think his power is somewhere from very, very good to elite. Um, that maximum, you know, when he's hit 30, 50, 100 batted balls, he might be more like a 115 maximum guy, which would be, you know, top 20. Um, so, so I really do think the power is legit. It's just obviously you don't hit five home runs every time you get 11 hits. So in summary, you know, if he hits 275, he'll hit 30 to 35 home runs. But, you know, whether he'll be a great fantasy player or just okay depends on that average and how the hit tool progresses. And right now we just simply don't know. Okay, so next we got Tim Anderson. It just keeps getting more absurd. He's hitting 515. So he laughs at Vogelbach's 500. Tim Anderson is 17 for 33, and yet with one walk. So his uh, his O swing is 37.5, so sort of below average there. His Z swing is 80%, so he just swings a lot. And his contact is only 76%, which is up from last year. And these are all a little bit better than last year. Um, you know, but that's probably why he's hitting or 515 or, or vice versa, you know. So I kind of expect these are close enough to what he's always done that I expect that he'll be what he's always been. Um, I don't see a lot of improvement in this profile that, that looks sustainable. So he's only got two home runs, but let's take a quick look at StatCast. Uh, three barrels, 10% uh, barrel rate, which obviously is, is high for him, or it's just high, period. Uh, 92 mile per hour uh, average exit velocity with a 106.7 max. So there's really nothing there to make me think he's suddenly going to hit a bunch more home runs, but he's already a 20 home run guy, and this is all just sort of in line with that. So the summary on Tim Anderson is he's exactly what we thought he was. Uh, there's no reason to update the thinking, so obviously expect a little regression, uh, a lot of regression in the batting average. But he's also got three stolen bases, so, you know, a valuable fantasy guy um, who is probably going to hit for just a below average, but if he's 20-20, then you'll take that all day. And last up, we have Trey Mancini. So Mancini is hitting 372 with five home runs. His O swing is 29%. His Z swing is 71%. And he's getting 78% for, for contact. So like Anderson, these are just kind of in line with who he has been. He's slightly more patient than Anderson. Uh, but here's the thing. Mancini hit 293 in 2017 and 242 last year. So who is he? Um, I have to think he got unlucky last year. He may not be a 290 hitter, but I don't think he's a 20, uh, 242 hitter either. Um, his plate discipline is, is all just sort of showing him as an average hitter. So, you know, I have to expect he's at least going to be around 260 or 270. And, you know, I think that might be a little higher than like Tim Anderson, for instance. But it could be, you know, 275, 280 plus if he really does have 
30 home run power. So let's look at StatCast. So Mancini has six barrels, and that's a 13.6% barrel rate, so obviously not sustainable. But um, 88.5 mile per hour average exit velocity, but, 11, but 111.8 miles per hour on his hardest hit ball. Um, and he has, and it's 115 the last couple of years. So he has legit raw power. And this year he's barreling more. Some of that has to do with, with launch angle. Um, so again, obviously won't continue at 13.6%, but if he barrels more, uh, I think he can be a 30 home run guy. He had 40 barrels in 2017 and only 28 last year. So if he's sort of figuring things out, um, I think he could, I think he could, you know, see his way into into more barrels in 2019. Um, so in summary, I guess for Mancini, if his average continues to regress positively to maybe 275 plus, I could definitely see him hitting 30 home runs and being a, a very very valuable player. So that does it for today. I'm I'm spent, but um, we really only covered the very top guys that are overproducing. So. I think for next week, it would be interesting to look at guys who are off to a poor start and, and even potentially worrisome. So I'd love to get some suggestions uh, on who you're worried about, and I will try to cover as many as I can. So hit me up on Twitter at CommonSenseFBB, and again, enjoy the season. I'll talk to you soon.